July. Day, uh, <laughs> day 79. Uh, day 79. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm John. I'm Keith. And remember, this is a podcast about the Bible. The Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. A mirror. It's yeah. a book that we come to look through to see God. We don't yeah. come primarily to, primarily to look at it, to see us. Yeah. And man. We're, we're right here in the thick of First Kings, yep. and in First Kings, you have obviously these kings that succeed David um, yep. and how the kingdom, uh, the state of the kingdom after David's life in Solomon. But here, the narrative shifts, right? Yeah, yeah. It starts to talk about the prophets, and the so prophets the f- yep. yeah, have this huge role in, in kings. Yep, that the focus goes off of the kings, right? Yep. You've We've already read through First Kings, and you've gotten the pattern. A yep. new king comes up. They don't do what's right on the side of God. They die, blah, 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 on and on and on. Yep. The storyline's going to go on, but now it's like God is going to come and he's going to ensure that even when uh, the people he put up to lead fail to do their job, God's not going to leave his people without somebody to give their word, so the fo- mm-hmm. or with, without somebody to give his word, so now the focus is going to shift onto the prophets so that we see the power of God's word. And it starts off quick, like it just comes up and says, all right, there's this dude, Elijah. And what we're going to see is yep. uh, this all starts off with really trying to drive home the point that uh, famine or fullness all depends on the word of the Lord. Amen. Famine or fullness all depends on the word of the Lord. So the first thing that Elijah does, he goes up to the king and says, hey, fam, Yo, it's not gonna rain here for three years. It's so, a drought. Hey, fam, yeah. it's about to be a drought. Yeah, he steps on the scene, talking, talking big time. Yeah, y'all are used to being full, but God says God's gonna shut it all down. Yeah, and then what he does mm-hmm. is he goes to a woman, to a woman. Yeah. who is famished mm-hmm. in a land of fullness, and he says, "Yo, God's gonna look out for you." Yeah, and so in the midst of this drought, she has plenty. Yeah. And all of it is based on the word of the Lord. Yeah, absolutely. And um, again, like you said, my man Elijah comes on the scene and yeah. his name literally means, you know, Eli Yah, right? His name is uh, Yahweh is my God. Yeah. And uh, what he does, he's he's faithful and he comes and he's like, yo, it's about to be a drought. And what he's doing is attacking Baalism or Baalism right. at its theological center, right? Yeah. So like Baal worshipers believe that their storm god may rain um, and all those things come down. And he's like, it's about to be a drought. Baal can't bring you the rain. Baal to can't save you. Yeah, Baal can't save you, right? Yeah. And so what? No, no, look. So what I love about this is that the prophet comes yeah. with, with, with the word of the Lord, calls them out for the things that they do wrong, not just to express judgment. What God wants to judge, God just judges but when god brings forth a word mm-hmm. of future judgment god does it so that you and i would turn to to repent sure so as the prophet calls out what's wrong yeah. would you imagine this ahab's gonna look at him and say man look at you you brought out all mm. the trouble mm. uh you brought all this trouble on us and that's what takes place yo. yeah uh, often the people of god that point out the very real problems yeah. are being blamed Mm. As if they're the cause of them. Wow. And what we're going to find is that the prophets, the people who have God's word, word which yeah. has traditionally been this word of grace and mercy, judgment, just so that folks would return, Elijah and Elisha and the rest of the prophets throughout the rest of this time were never, 
though they take center stage in the story, mm-hmm. they're never given a public central platform in Israel. Yeah. They're always treated as outsiders with the most extreme mm. force of hatred yeah. and prejudice. And it just shows that, right, yeah. Christ is going to say the same thing. Yo, a prophet is never honored and it's in his hometown. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you just see like <clears throat> um, here, uh, Elijah is this guy who is persecuted, um, but he's also a guy whose uh, miracles authenticate his ministry, right? Yeah. So like when he does his works, it's not just arbitrarily he's just a miracle worker. It's authenticating the word of the Lord. Yeah, it's not true. a magic show, right? Yeah, it's not just right? trying to say He's it. not just, <laughs> I'm just doing stuff, right? right. Um, and so when he has this big showdown in 1 Kings 18, <sighs> it's... It's not just, yeah, like a big duel for right. no reason. This is no the battle of the gods. No, Baal is not the true God, right? right? Yahweh is yep. wherever we are, right? Yep. You know what I'm saying? And so and um, I love how he does things too. He gives them every advantage. Yeah. Y'all call. I'll give y'all a bunch of time. Yeah. I'm gonna give y'all tips. Maybe Baal's sleep. Yeah. I gotta cry a little bit. Yeah, I love, yeah, yeah. Little, yeah, little, just, little spicy, <laughs> right? little spicy yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, man. And it's uh it's interesting that, um, yeah, he calls on the name of the Lord, and the Lord comes down and delivers yeah. what Baal can't deliver. After Elijah uh, takes every disadvantage, he gives them mm-hmm. every advantage, and then he takes every disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Throw water on my joint, yeah. right? Make it wet, right? Yeah. Uh, and and look, and y'all are waiting on this God that doesn't exist to bring down yeah. rain which is natural to come down from the sky yeah i'm gonna trust that this god can bring down fire which yeah. is unnatural to come from the sky yeah and that's good it, it it comes so strong that it says yo it licked up the water hmm. from all around it and it's like just in overwhelming fashion god proves that we never need to fear being yeah the underdog because when we're on his side we're never the underdog yeah and this is one of those instances we'll see it again but at mount carmel when they have the showdown with Baal and yahweh he literally has uh Baal worshipers have 450 prophets right and then they have 400 prophets of a- the asherah pose yeah and it's like you got to think like bro everybody against me <laughs> right right like he, he can't see god right but he sees everybody against god right and right. for him to have the kind of faith in yahweh to say no like I know that no other God exists, but Yah. Yeah. Um, it's just, yeah, it just shows the great faith he has and how people still can hearts can be so hard, bro. Yeah. After seeing something like that, that they still wouldn't repent. Yeah. No, no, but that's crazy. Like people that know their God. Yeah. Um, people that really have a window into what God is like have this amazing sense of mm. courage. Not because it depends on them, but they know that God is on their side, right? Yeah. Moses had that courage. Joshua had that mm-hmm. courage courage david had that like yo god's with me elijah shows this same thing yo fam look god is with me uh yeah put put this sacrifice on this wood in overwhelming fashion and i'm going to show that yeah god is the true god yeah and then after after that it's like a striking contrast in 19 (laughs) where he leaves and he's journeying to horeb and it's like uh, he seems defeated, yeah. right? Like he's literally journeying. Uh, Jezebel wants his head. Yeah. And he's like afraid, anxiety, and they didn't You probably use this category at that time, but I, I know they didn't. Depressed. Depressed. Yeah. And it's like, no, no, no. Like he's human. 
Right? Yeah. yeah. And, it's, and it's going to show that it isn't because of Elijah. Right. That God is doing all this. Yeah. It's because of, of God. Yeah. It's because of Yahweh. Yep. And I love what God does. God doesn't come to him in this overwhelming show of power. Mm. But the first thing that God does is God's like, yo, fam, yo, yo, let me feed you. Yeah, let me just eat some you. food. Yeah, <laughs> let's take care of basic physical needs first. Yeah, and then let me speak to you in a quiet way, and let me remind you. Yeah, even though you feel alone. Yeah, you aren't. And and what's so crazy is I thought about this. You know, Elijah is in the wilderness. Yeah, and God meets him in the wilderness. Mm. Israel, As he does. Israel. Yep. God provided for them in the wilderness. Right here, Elijah. Yep. God provided for him. Jesus, when he's tempted, God is going to provide us for him in the wilderness. As we're in the, like, wherever we are, this is the beautiful thing about mm. our God, bro. Yeah. Wherever we are, he meets us right there. That's so good, whatever yeah. season of life, whether it's, whether we're at the top of the kingdom like Solomon or yeah. whether we're in the wilderness, Yahweh is going to come and provide for his people because that's what he does. That's what he does. That's yeah. who he is. Yep. Yep. And, yep. And, and even at the end here. He's still discouraged. He's like, man, God, I'm doing all this. Nobody's even with you. God is like, you know, I left, I left <laughs> a thousand. My, like, right. yo, and it's this concept of remnant theology where in the rest of the Bible, the idea that even when it seems like everybody's turning from God, right. God always leaves a remnant, a faithful few yeah. who has not turned away from him, yeah. right? Who keep his covenant promises and will pass it on uh, to the next generation and continue to be faithful. Amen. Yep. So you may feel that you're alone. Yeah. But you never are. You may feel like you're the underdog, but if God is on your side, you never are.